son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download on the, this Saturday morning. It's springtime. There is good racing right around the country. Oh. And I tell you what, as I welcome Chris Nelson. Chris, what a day of racing we've got Super. ahead of us. I know you are absolutely charged and pumped. You I'm... love Caulfield Guineas Day. I love Caulfield Guineas Day. There is a little race called the Everest on in Sydney. Now, I know I am a fa- I am not a fan of this Sydney against Melbourne clashing on big race days. I think it's absolute ridiculous, complete madness. But, but. it is what it is. Yeah. And uh, what we have ahead of us today is, wow, we, what a what a day at the races. And not forgetting, Sammy, the Warwick Cup and the Warwick Newmarket, of, as it adds to it. Of course. Uh, we've got no Toowoomba racing tonight. And that's what we're all about here on the Darling Download. But the Warwick Cup, well... Uh, I think ticket sales are through the roof. And uh, Anthony Collins, well, he'll be doing his best work out there today. Uh, he's, he's like the mayor of Warwick. And uh, <laughs> it is going to be an absolute cracker day uh, out there at Warwick. And i tell you what, I think there'll be a few beers go down today, Chris. Well, warm weather, great conditions. Good track. Why wouldn't you? It's a perfect day to enjoy yourself, have a bit of a picnic maybe, uh, uh, it's a good place. I love these country meetings. They're, they're a lot of fun. Picnics and picnic tables and people enjoying themselves. Different atmosphere to the city, isn't it? That's for sure. Eight races and they do it so well out there at uh, Warwick. Today's guests, uh, we're going to have a chat to Greg Cornish, who has got, well, we sort of wind back the clock and have a bit of a chat to, uh, to Greg about uh, the far lap days, the reckless days. And with Tommy Woodcock, he's yep. had a close association with Tommy Woodcock. Uh, he was apprenticed to Tommy Woodcock. And, uh, yeah, fascinating chat. And then we're going to chat to Ryan Wiggins, who uh, who won a premiership, uh, uh, the Another provincial one. premiership in uh, at the Queensland Racing Awards tonight during the week. And, uh, well, Wiggo's, uh, he's a great jockey anywhere he goes. Yep. And uh, he's, uh, yeah, well, he's got some a good book of rides at Warwick today. And he's actually putting a shout out for a, bit, for a driver. And I'll tell you what, I don't mind a drive to Warwick. Yeah. Uh, it's just the driving home part's a bit of a problem if I get into a, if I get into a few jars. Well, that's right. <laughs> it's a long way home in an Uber from there and very expensive. <laughs> I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Now, uh, Chris O, the Melbourne Cup news in, in horse racing. I know it's down south, but the Melbourne Cup parade, uh, that's a bit disappointing that we're not going to have that this year. But you've gone straight on the front foot and... and and yeah, but got got the backstory to this. Like you, Sammy, when I first read this during early in the week that this had been uh, cancelled due to uh, protesters, etc., uh, I just saw red straight away, and I went straight into the uh, um, the kitchen and to tell my wife, although she couldn't give two hoots, but she heard about it anyway. <laughs> uh, but I've since found out, reading between the lines and a few um, articles, that it looks as though now I'm only saying I'm only quoting on what I read, but it looks as though. 
Uh, it was due to some uh, building works being done in Melbourne. They couldn't have the usual path. Uh, but there is going to be a fan central area, and hopefully next year the fan central area will also be there as well as the parade. So that's a good thing because we cannot continue to lose all these iconic parades, etc., that we have in this country. Exactly. Uh, you know, we're, we're struggling to get uh, eyes on the sport horse racing as it is and and kids and, and the younger generation involved. So we need to continue th- with things like this. It's important because, um, you know, especially city people, they, they love to get up close to, to yeah. the stars of horse racing and, and uh, the horses. There's no doubt about that. I think they should have had it down Swan Street in Richmond. Uh, I know my brother, he, he has Glasshouse Florist. Where do there they normally in, have it? Swanston? In, yeah, Swanston Walk. Yeah. See yeah. tram lines down there these days? Yeah, there's still the tram lines, but they just they just don't go up there for those couple of hours, you know? So <laughs> I know that, but I'm just thinking the tram line's a bit awkward with the horses and everything. Aren't they get in the way. No, no. They're only walking. They're not galloping down there. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> oh dear. What goes on? Well, Let's get our first break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side. We'll have a chat to uh, Greg Cornish. I think it's going to be a good show this weekend, and we've got a big day of racing ahead of us. So let's get our first break out of the way. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download. Well, we've got no Toowoomba races uh, tonight, so uh, we're going to focus on the Warwick meeting. And Greg Cornish is someone that uh, has got some nice runners there at Warwick uh, this afternoon and at the Warwick Cup meeting. And uh, i tell you what, I don't think... Look, I think we might have had Greg on once before. Maybe, yep. But it was some time ago. Uh, anyway, I'm going to take... Just a, before we get to Greg, Sam, yes. you mentioned there's no Toowoomba racing tonight, of course, but... You get lost when there's no Toowoomba racing on a Saturday night. You get to the end of all the races, you think, oh, no, I get to Toowoomba now, and it's not on. You think, something missing in my life today. Well, That's what it is. I, I can tell you firsthand, Chris, after spending all Saturday <laughs> afternoon at the Emerald Hotel last week and having a bit of luck on the punt on the second half of the day, and then uh, and then Toowoomba starts, and then Turbo Art will jumps, leads, wins at $4.80, and I'm just like... How good's this? And th- this is my areas. Toowoomba, the Darling Download. This exactly. Is, this is my areas. So I continued on all into and the And just night. won more money. It was great. It was great. Now, let's get to our guest, Greg Cornish, our first guest. And Greg, uh, great to catch up with you. Uh, gee, Stable's been in good form. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Good to speak to you. Um, yeah, no, they've been, uh, you know, with the little runners we've had, we've um, been moderately successful. We haven't got... Uh, Jasmine Cornish riding him at the moment, um, but um, hopefully down the track we do, and um, yeah, the horse is going all right. Just on Jasmine, how is she? How's she coming along? Uh, when will we see her back at the races? Yeah, it's it's, a, it's been eleven months now, and um, mm. as you know, she broke her back, so um, it's been a long journey, and she's in quite a deal of pain. Still riding, she's only riding track work, but um, she's hoping that that it'll get better. We uh, have been to a specialist, but I think she's going back to a specialist soon to just get a um, uh, a green light to um, maybe start trials. But uh, she's just um, in a little bit of pain at the moment. So hopefully we uh, see her soon. It can yeah. be such a tricky thing, isn't it? The the back when you hurt your back or your neck, it 
it can be, uh, yeah, well, it, it, it's not ideal. And especially when you, you're riding horses, you know yourself, Greg, it's uh, riding horses, it, it takes so much out of your body, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And once you've um, um, broken your back like like Jasmine, and it, it's um, part of it's been um, fused. So um, there's about six inches or so there that's fused with um, plates and screws. So it's not ideal. No, and, and how's she sure. coping with it all? Is she getting frustrated with the whole thing? I'm sure she is. Oh, I guess so. When you're in pain, I, I guess it's not uh, certainly not ideal. But um, no, she's just hoping, and we're hoping that um, with time and patience, it'll all come together. And is she watching the races and you know sitting there and saying, "Oh, oh I've yeah, better than that. I could have got that one home." And... <laughs> Absolutely, I get hammered every day. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we need her back on. That's for sure. <laughs> then I don't. Yeah, we all do. Don't have to tell anyone what to do. Then she can be uh, telling me what to do and how to ride <laughs> That's them. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I can imagine. She does that anyway, great. but. Greg, your background in racing, how it started for you, and and I, uh, I remember my uh, my cousin Patrick actually back in the day. He spent a bit of time up here uh, finishing his uh, his teaching course, and and uh, so he was training at the Gold Coast, or yeah, he was training at the Gold Coast. But I think he told me that uh, well, you were involved with Tommy Woodcock back in the day. Is that correct? Yeah, I did all my apprenticeship with Tommy. Um... From um, I'm originally from the Athens Tableland in in Queensland, but um, yeah, I did all my apprenticeship with um, with Tommy. It was just Tommy and I when um, in the reckless days. Gee, uh, that and, that would have uh, been well. What a, what is such a great horse he was, reckless. What a story. Um, he so he won he won all the the um, cups that's the cups around the country, but except the, the Melbourne, except for the Melbourne Cup, wasn't it? Uh, was it Mrs. Walker that yeah. owned uh, Reckless? That's right. Yes, uh, yeah. she was. Wow. A, I think she was a doctor. But anyway, yeah, he won the Brisbane Cup, Sydney Cup, Adelaide Cup, second the Melbourne, third in the Perth, all in one year. Wow! So yeah, that's he was uh, no mean feat. I don't think any horse will be doing that even in the near future. <laughs> Do you know if he was around today, he'd be fifty-three years old. The horse. Yes. Really? Is that right? <laughs> and 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 what about Tommy? What was what was Tommy like to to work for? And and uh, uh, it's you know did did he ever speak much of back of the far lap days? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was um, a fairly quiet man, and um, it was only him and I. He he had no children, as you might be aware. And I lived with him, and I was like a, a son to him, I think. In in the in the time that I spent with him, five years, and. Um, we did talk about um, Farlap, but he um, he didn't have um, the best of um, memories, or not. He had the best of memories, but he didn't like to talk about it because of the unfortunate circumstances um, around his um, uh, around the death of Farlap. You know, he did tell me little things that um, I've never divulged, put it that way, to anyone. So yeah. I'd sooner leave it at that. No, um, that's fair enough. It was too. just unfortunate the way that they treated him over there. I think it was, um, you know, you're talking back in the days of um, Al Capone and and that no. sort of thing, and they didn't um, they didn't want to um, they didn't want some Aussie horse, but coming to America, beating their horses. No, wow, way. 
They would have had a nice little system up and running, probably. <laughs> didn't want anything to upset that. Gee, that's really interesting. It is isn't interesting, it? isn't it? Um, now, Tommy, didn't Tommy used to sleep with Reckless in the in the stable? Uh, yeah, we I'm did. Sure, I saw that somewhere. Sleep with him. We had. Um, we did sleep with him um, in in the in the time leading up to um, to the Melbourne Cup. And, and, and what sort, in, what, what sort of horse races. was what sort of horse was he like? Uh, reckless. Oh, you wouldn't have known he was a stallion. Very quiet. That's why. He, that's why he was such a good stayer. I think he um, reserved all his energy. As you know, stayers they've got to be very relaxed. And um, yeah, he was so quiet. You you had to wind him up a thousand from home in his races because. He'd be, he'd he'd just relax so much, and you'd be at him so far from home, just to get him to wind up. He was just so quiet and relaxed, and a stallion, and a good type really? too. And oh. is it uh, Pat Trotter? Did he used to ride reckless? Pat tried to ride him in all his races, yeah, yeah, in all the cups. Yeah, wow. Only so, in his lead up, lead up races. The more time goes on, the harder it is to find information on these horses from that Eurosam. Looking up, I was trying, I'm looking up Reckless to see who beat him in the Melbourne Cup, and there's four Recklesses, none of which are him. <laughs> One went around in India. Oh, Golden Black reading. Yeah. Ah, okay. Jager's Row Golden in Denmark. Yeah, okay. Well, I've got Sol and Wingatui. So it's a popular name, Reckless, <laughs> but not the one I was after, but Golden Black, yeah, beat him. Didn't he win two cups, Golden Black? No, we beat him in the Brisbane Cup, and then, um, then and in the Sydney, I think it was, and then he beat us in the Melbourne. Who trained Golden Black? Was it Bart? Yes. Yeah, he got two in a row, I think. Then, one of his many. We are we. Yeah. Good times, good memories, uh, and fantastic, good growth to reflect on. Now, Greg, you go to Warwick today. You've got uh, a runner in the first in Madame Magnolia. It's drawn a little bit of an awkward gate here in the 1350. Yeah, she's by Rosso, and she's been a little bit disappointing. Um, she's probably not going to go around, but um, drawn the bad gate, and she always draws a bad gate and has no luck, so... Um, she probably won't be going around, but um, but she does um, she doesn't go too bad. But she's been a bit disappointing with the gates and what have you. She might draw better at Ipswich on Wednesday. I notice she's uh, nominated there, so better luck there, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I put her in there. I put Felisa Mayer's there, and hopefully we draw a better rally. Uh, race number three, you're sending around number eleven, Magic Paris, from the inside gate for Ricky Jamison. Yeah, she's a nice little three-year-old filly by Under the Louvre, and um, we've put blinkers on her and um, stepped her up in distance, and um, I think she'll race a lot handier, and and uh, I, th- I think she'll find she'll be hard to beat. Magic in Paris, good push there. In race five, uh, over the 1,500, the class two is Bonbora. Tiffany Brooker on board, drawn an awkward gate, but... Uh, uh, if anyone can do a tip, we'll be able to get this in, and I'm sure uh, if it has a bit of luck, it's going to be about the money. Yeah, I think so, Sam. He uh, he was first up over 1,400 um, and uh, at Bodez the other day, and um, he was hitting the line very hard, um, and I think you'll find um, 1,500 is possibly um, ideally suited. He's still quite fresh, and um, even though he hasn't won... Um, uh, at that distance, um, 
if he gets a nice transit and can get in, Tiff can get him in, uh, I think you'll find uh, he'll be running on nicely. Yeah, you've got Waylaid going around in the uh, the new market, the Warwick new market. One run back from a break, ran eighth on the poly track. Uh, it does handle the poly track really well, but this is not poly, it's grass. Yeah, I think you'll find he's raced uh, okay on the grass before. He's not just a poly horse, I don't think. he um, He's by uh, a Cox Plate winner, as you know, in Adelaide. and um, um, But he does show a turn of foot. He, um, he uh, first... Well, in his um, trial this first up this time, he um, before we raced, he um, he ran second to far too easy, and um, uh, which you know is racing tomorrow in Sydney, and um, and they got home in 33 and a half, and he only got beat a length. So uh, I think you'll find he um, if he can race handy, and um, he'll um, he'll give a good side for himself. Uh, your best there at Warwick today, Greg. Is probably Bombora, I'd say, if he can get in. Bombora wide all the way, with a bit of luck. Uh, Greg, it's it's a massive race day, obviously uh, in Sydney and Melbourne today. Um, do, do do you? Uh, well, I I always think uh, somebody uh, when when you're involved in horse racing and it gets to this time of year. Um, doesn't matter where you are, you're mad on following horse racing. Um, this is, uh, it's a special time of the year, the next couple of weeks, isn't it? Or the next, probably the next six weeks. Oh, absolutely. It's so exciting. The, um, you know, the, I've been in Melbourne, of course, and the Caulfield Melbourne Cup over that, um, you know, and you've got the Cox Plate in between. And it's um, certainly an exciting time of the year. Uh, it's, Seeing all the good horses go around. Yeah. One one other question. Uh, you you said you were from the Tablelands. How does a boy from the Tablelands uh, end up uh, being based at Epson or Morty Alec with Tommy Woodcock? How how did that come about? Well, funny enough, um, I'm off a cattle station, and um, and the uh, Tommy used to train for the regional Lancet, um, who you might remember um, owned Lancet Airlines, of course, and did race. Uh, quite a number of horses with Tommy and his secretary was the daughter of um, of um, our stock and station agent which sold all our cattle so um, she said um, yeah, there's a young fella up in the tableland that can ride and wants to um, be an apprentice and I went down for a try and stayed for five years how good is that? how good that's fair. That's fantastic. Uh, and talking about Red Jansat, my uh, my dad uh, rode lots of winners for Red Jansat and back in the day. And I can tell a funny story that uh, mum and dad got married and uh, they were going on their honeymoon. I think it was at Hamilton Island that Red Jansat owned. Did he? Could have. That's right. I'm pretty yep. sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was Hamilton Island and. Uh, Mum said we went to uh, yeah that that was where the honeymoon was going to be but um, they went to Ipswich races uh, before they went to Hamilton Island they went to Ipswich races because Reg had a runner and he wanted Pat to go to the races and then uh, and then uh, and then they got back and Reg had one that he wanted uh, Pat to gallop and Mum said you just couldn't get away from it even <laughs> even on your honeymoon you couldn't get away from it. <laughs> well, you know yeah, he was a hard man, Bob, Reg. Yeah. yeah, well, his son, Bob, didn't he used to run in? What did he run? Budget rent-a-car, wasn't it, in the day? Bob Ansett? Did he? He did, yeah. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's still going. He loves, they didn't get on in... well, but, yeah. Didn't they? 
He lives up in Noosa, would you believe? I read it in the paper the other week. And oh, he's really? still running around so many Ks a day. And he was born in 33. So he's no spring chicken, but he's wow. still as fit as a fiddle. Yeah, I, re- I remember him doing on the ads. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, definitely. Drives your dollar further. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> good memories, good memories. Well, great to catch up, Greg, and hope you have a, a winning day today. Yeah, and best of luck to Jasmine too. Yes. Terrific. Thank you, Conley. Thank you. There is Greg Cornish. Uh, he's got some nice runners there at Warwick today. And good to uh, wind the clock back uh, on some good memories there. Let's get a break out of the way. And on the other side, we'll have Wigo on board. Ryan Wiggins, Provincial Jockey of the Year. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning and big day at Warwick. Uh, no Toowoomba races tonight, so we are putting all our attention into the Warwick meeting. And one man who is riding up a storm, well, he's always riding up a he storm. Is. And he was uh, featured heavily at the uh, Queensland Racing Awards night uh, just recently. And... Uh, well, there was paparazzi everywhere. As I welcome Ryan Wiggins to the Darling Download. We go. Uh, so many cameras, so many oh, pictures. No. And you seem to be in a lot of them. Yeah, way, yeah, way too many photos for me, Sammy. <laughs> lucky lucky you had your uh, stunning wife, Kate Collingwood, or Kate Wiggins, uh, should I say, uh, to, you know, attract the attention to you. She brought, she brought take the, the attention off him, you, you know how it is. <laughs> What was that? She brightens up the photos. You know how it is with me, mate. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Now, we'll touch on that. Uh, obviously, uh, congratulations. And uh, Provincial Jockey, Provincial Premiership uh, of the Year in Queensland. And it's, you know, we've spoken to you, obviously, before on the, on the punters, mate. And uh, you, you do a lot of riding up north, which is very taxing because um, it's... Yeah, there's so much travel involved. I mean, you live in a mansion uh, in Hendra, and but you have to travel so much to 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 go up north. So it's um, yeah, that that it takes a bit out of you when when you have full days like that. Uh, you know, getting to the airport, travelling up up north, riding all day, and and then throw wasting in the mix. It's uh, it's pretty full on, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard work, but um, you know, like it's it's very rewarding for me at the moment. So it's definitely worth keep doing to keep doing. Um, as you know, I struggle a little bit with my weight as well, so you know, I've kind of used that as a, as a stepping stone for me to keep going up north and just riding a bit heavier and and prolonging my career as long as I can. Hey, you get grubby day told me that it was your love of donuts, though. He said if you got <laughs> off the donuts, you'd be all right. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Are you, are you getting any closer to getting your own plane? Like that would make life a lot easier. It's not, it's not, How much easy is. Would that be? Oh, but then what you could do is if you bought the plane, then you could charge all the other jocks to go up there to, for the uh, northern meetings as well, and you'd get your money back in no time. Well, you, you're not the first one to think of this, Chris, to be honest. Um, really? Um, when I was, yeah, when I was in New South Wales, Alan Robinson bought a plane. Yeah. And Did he used he? to charge us jockeys to yeah, he charged us to like fly to Scone and places like that. But um, yeah, and he did it for a couple of years. I think it cost a little bit more than than that to keep that sort of a, a plane upkeep for him. So I don't know if he's still got it. But yeah, he did it for for a few for a while, and 
I think he was like paying his own way, obviously, to to get to these meetings and then take four or five jockeys with him, and yeah, it cost him nothing to get to the races. So it has been done before, but like I said, I, I think uh, fuel prices will get you these days. But I was going to say, never the fluctuating price of petrol would uh, would throw a spanner in the works. That's well, for sure. Just just on that, I know that uh, Ben Wright, Nathan Grubby Day's uh, brother, is uh, he's backed flying planes, right? And he's just had the he's getting his eye in again, like got his got his ticket sometime, say 10 or 12 years ago and then uh, and then hadn't been flying and then has just picked it up again and uh, he was telling me last Sunday that he's uh, the last couple of weeks he's done that he's been doing the solo flight so we've got a pilot on board we, we just need to get the plane and and you've got you've got the bag to get the plane so Definitely. Well, we've got, we've got the smarts we've got the smarts of Ben to fly the plane and then maybe grubby can be our hostess or hosting. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be beers all round. Well, if you get, you just you get one of those planes. Yeah. <laughs> plane, you need a decent plane. I don't want something with propellers. That's a little bit what? dangerous. What, what, how do you think they go? Well, they have engines, propellers. not propellers are the things that oh. spin. That's well, like box of friendship you'd be, surprised how many, you'd be surprised how many planes are only propeller planes these days. Oh, no. Leave me out of that. <laughs> Yeah. Take your life in your own hands in those things. You get a bit of wind up. If they, what? you know, if they, if they, if the propellers stop, you just glide. You just glide, <laughs> glide through. straight glide down to the ground. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Could be grim. Could be grim. Now uh, you're heading tonight. Uh, this show goes to air at five o'clock. So uh, we'll ask you about Bold Tyrant, who you do a lot of riding for Garnet Taylor, and mm-hmm. uh, and have a lot of luck for him. So. Bold Tyrant, you're, you're heading up the Bruce Highway tonight for just the one ride, which Ooh. I tell you what, we go. Uh, that, that Bruce Highway can get a bit hectic on a Friday afternoon, can't it? Plane, Friday again. Afternoon, <laughs> you, know what it, you know what it's like. <laughs> it'd be quicker to get on a plane and fly to Rocket, to be honest, sometimes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm heading up there for one ride. Um, one of Garnet's, obviously. Um, one of Cleary's horses. So, yeah. They can, they're very easily to convince me to go up there and ride their horses. They, I've always had a bit of luck with them. And, yeah, I, I don't think this horse this horse goes pretty good, actually, to be honest. So, um, fingers crossed you'll run well today, tonight. Okay, Warwick, this afternoon, you kick off the day in race number three. On number three, a Shigaru for Rex Lip. Yeah, um, obviously, been uh, running around in the provincials. Oh, sorry, Metro's on Wednesdays. It's last two runs. Only been getting beat four or five lengths. So, yeah, obviously the drop down in grade going to Warwick on a on a Saturday meeting, even though it's a little bit of a hard race, um, should run well for sure. Uh, race number four, press foul for Bevan Lamming. Uh, back this horse mm. a few times, and it'd be well suited to this two thousand metres. Yeah, lightly raced horse. Um, obviously, two get two runs ago, one nice at a. Uh, for Michael Carl there at the Sunshine Coast. So I don't think the distance is an issue. So hopefully he gets around the track all right. He's probably a bit used to running on bigger tracks. He's been racing at Sunshine Coast and Grafton. But, yeah, he's been racing really well. So looking forward to riding him as well. Uh, race five is the Class 2 plate. You're on Blue Velvet here for Ben Arends. Yeah, I don't know too much about this horse, but um, his form is a bit mixed and matched. Um, he's only won two from 20, so uh, fingers crossed. He's drawn a nice gate, so fingers crossed he can just run a nice race tomorrow for Benny. Constant flight in uh, race oh. six, and this uh, is drawn awkwardly, but the uh, Goff camp, when uh, when they have the money on one, they don't often miss, and uh, any support, this would be a positive. 
yeah, this is the reason I'm going to Warwick tomorrow. Um, Billy Mum, I got the call up from Billy Mumford a couple of weeks ago to to see if I'd go riding um, at Warwick tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, seen him race up in Cairns. I rode him once over the Carnival up there, but he was in getting into those new markets races with not much weight, so I couldn't ride him. And, and Georgina took over, and obviously he won one of those nice races over the Carnival at Cairns. So. He's had a bit of a freshen up. Um, I'll give him a nice jump out on Tuesday there at Durban. He, he, he just run the second or third. He's jump out pretty much untouched. So, yeah, he's definitely racing still well. He's a nine-year-old, but you can't knock his form. So, fingers crossed. A little bit of an awkward gait there, like you said, Sammy. But, you know, fingers crossed I can get over from that sort of gait and a bit of speed on in that race. And he should just race him behind the speed and, and maybe be too good from looking at the weights. He looks like he's definitely the the highest rated horse in the race. So he's got the best form. So fingers crossed he can put it all together tomorrow to win there. Uh, race number seven is the new market. You're riding King of Wanchai from the inside gate for Liam Birchley. Yeah, uh, don't know much about this horse either, but obviously won at Warwick before, so which is a big help. Um, racing in really good form and nice gate. So, yeah, good to team up with Liam. The horse is racing well, one of Mark McLean's horses. So, yeah, fingers crossed there. You can, you can get some get the job done. And in the last, uh, you're riding Roadhouse for Olivia Cairns. This is drawn a good gate. And uh, Olivia's horse has been going well since being based at Bow Desert and, uh, uh, yeah, making the move from up north. Yeah, I've ridden this horse a few times. I uh, won on him a couple of times. I think I won him Mackay and Townsville. Um, he's a big horse. Um, he's first up tomorrow pretty much. So, yeah, he's been racing well up there. Um pretty much a drop down in grade for him tomorrow because um, a few times last prep I, I rode him first up in town so he's racing in town in a lot harder races so um, he should run well tomorrow and uh, like, I said, like you said Olivia's moved from uh, Mackay to, to Bow Desert now and I think she's just finally starting to get a bit of a roll and so hopefully he'll run well tomorrow as well We go uh, on Sunday you've just got the the one ride at the sunny coast uh, on a horse that's named after your good mate uh, Nathan Grubby Day and that is Loose Unit <laughs> That's what they could call the plane. <laughs> loose yacht. <laughs> I don't think we want to be calling plane loose unit. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously one on this horse last, uh, I think two Sundays ago, Sammy up there at the Sunshine Coast for Stewie Kendrick. Um, yeah, you know me, I don't like doing too much on Sunday, Sammy. So, but, you know, 59 and a, and a nice ride doesn't look too bad. Um, might make it up to Noosa Beach for a few hours with the kids before we go to the races on Sunday. So, but no, look, he raced really well the other day. Um, he hadn't quite, obviously broke his maiden the other day. Um, yeah, nice horse. He won well, and I think he could probably win again on Sunday. Hopefully, the way Stewie Kendrick's going. Um, yeah, yeah, you like to be riding his horses at the moment. That's for sure. Yeah, oh, did, did, did he have like five or six winners in a five day? Winners, um, I think it was five yeah, winners five. last Sunday. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Just fly, absolutely fly. I'm just looking at a few prices for planes here, guys. By the way, look, a 2002 <laughs> Hawker set you back two million three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So Pocket you might have to write a few more winners. Pocket change. For <laughs> I, might, I, I might have to. I might have to get a borrow off Sammy for that. Oh uh, yeah, he's got plenty, especially after Gold <laughs> Trip one. No, not in my. Were you tipping Gold Trip? Yeah, I said. I said. Put the house on it. He said. I said, put the house on it. Put the house on Gold yeah. Trip. Just blowing You're backing my up in bags. the Melbourne Cup then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, I thought Vauban would uh, was a special in the Melbourne Cup, and then when I watched Gold Trip win last week, I was like, mm. "Wow!" Like you know, that it's horse. He he's out the back, sitting second last. He's so relaxed oh. in the run. He just came out, circled them up, and then as soon as he gave him a squeeze, it just quickened. And 
you know, yeah. I mean, you, you look at a horse that can then round a race off like that and, and then yeah. be proven at two miles, how are they going to beat him? You know yourself, Sammy, too, riding horses like a horse that can relax like that and have a turn of foot like that over a trip. Well, obviously, win a lot of races, but win a lot of good races, too. Yeah, and just uh, just on that, we, we were just talking to Greg Cornish, uh, our last guest, and he was saying, you know, how important it was for when he was talking about Reckless, how important it was to have a horse relax in staying races. And, and you've just touched on it there. It is... You know, yeah. it is worth so much to you. Horses that, that conserve energy like exactly like Gold Trip did last week and, and then oh. give you a turn of foot. I mean, um, it, it takes them so far. We, so many of these good races, you see horses that get out and, and travel strong on the Chewy for a 1,000 metres. They, yeah. they don't have the same finish because because they've used too many carrots. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like, obviously what Greg said, it's, it's the most important thing. A couple of years ago with... Garnet Taylor had this nice little filly that could run a mile and he goes, do you reckon we could get it to run the Oaks? And I said, mate, well, we can if we can try and teach it to settle. So he chucked the set of earmuffs on and we rode her out the back two or three starts and got her to learn how to settle and she ended up running third in a group one race. like, And that was just because she could settle and relax and actually have a good turn of foot. Like, She never really won too many races over that sort of distance again. But as you know, like you said, if you can get them to relax, it, it helps definitely in those big races and especially those long trips. I remember that. Uh, I remember that horse. If you said its oh. name, um, uh, I know. I know I the horse you're talking about because the owners came from up north somewhere. Um, yeah. Somewhere up north, and they bred it, didn't they? They bred her. Yeah, they bred her. I forget her name just just off the top of my head. I keep, I'm bad with the horses' names. Right, to many of them. But uh, yeah, the boys. They won a they won a fortune. They won a fortune. They won at the sunny they, coast. They, they, yeah, that's it. They were, she won at the Sunny Coast, and then um, yeah, they bred her, and and they said, oh, do you reckon she could she could run a race? I said, if she if she can relax mid like and get a good run, obviously that that year the the track was getting fixed at Eagle Farm, and um, so we had to have the the yokes at Dubman. Uh, I think it was like 2021 when COVID was on as well too, and um, yeah, they all backed her. And I think she was about 150 to one, so she she that's went it. down by like a nose, a long nose or something like that, and. Yeah, they want a bit of money on the punt, and they were stoked, especially because they yeah. own the mare as well, too. You know, so yeah, that's uh, I I never forget that day. They won a fortune because uh, oh. the fellas. They remember they turned came... up in the mounting yard with their cowboy hats and then on a big yep. group. <laughs> yep. they're and all that, cattle and that, Yeah, yeah. The, when they got the money at uh, at the sunny coast, the the daughter came in. And she, her handbag was full of cash, right? And, and I was standing there laughing, going, wow, look at this. And she said, oh, Dad, I've got nowhere to put it. Like, they're, they're, wow. I've, got so, I've got so much cash. It was hilarious. So, but, Even uh, when they interviewed yeah. them, I think, they, I think Channel 7 did the, the carnival. That was the first year they did the carnival, Channel 7. And um, they interviewed them. They said, these are the happiest owners you've ever seen. They're in a place in a group one. They were stoked. Yeah, how good, how good. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Who won it that year? Country racing. Did did Gravy win it that year on that that thing? Yeah, um, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Matthew McGilvery. Yeah, it it was Winning Ways won won it. That's it. So what ran third? So we need to find out what ran third. Um, Get on. I'm working on that right now. There you go. Dawson Diva. That was it. That was it, Dawson Dawson Diva. Yeah. Yeah. Good little filly, good little filly. But like Sammy said before, 
only just a little try, and you just knew if you could teach her to settle, she could run the trip out. It's such a big thing to get these horses to settle. Good stuff. Well, best of luck today. It's uh, I know Warwick is going to be absolutely going off today. We go. Make sure you get home. I think, uh, Sammy, I'm, not, I'm not used to driving this far to the races. I might need a, a man with me tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, well, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I tell you what, I could be open to that. I could be open to that. Uh, the official driver. Lucky, lucky, yeah. lucky Nathan Day's not in town. I might have dragged him as well. <laughs> yeah, well, then that that involves about three pub stops on the way home, and yep. we know well, that happens. Yeah, <laughs> get, get home at any old hour. Uh, well, yeah. best of luck today. Got some nice uh, and congratulations on uh, yep. on on the big premiership award uh, during the week. Well done, Wigo. No worries. Thanks, Sammy and Chris. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Ryan. All the best. There is Ryan Wiggins. Uh, great chat. He's a great fella, and yes. uh, and he's a, a, a top jockey. That's for sure. He does a super job, and uh, as I say, a lot of hard work involved, but um, uh, very re- rewarding, and and just rides bags of winners wherever he is. Uh, that's for sure. Let's get a break out of the way. On the other side, it's tipping time. It's our favourite time of the week. I tell you what, I I don't want to say too much, but I had a bit of a bit of luck last week. Well, I've updated the spreadsheet, done three weeks, and uh, you might be in for a bit of a shock. Oh, wow. Here we go. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. And we are up and about this morning on The Darling Download, and I love this uh, segment, the last segment. It is tipping time, and we have Paul Knight from Aquas. On board, uh, JD's having a spell and counting his money. But I tell you what, Chris, <laughs> we had, we had a bit of luck last week. You did, Sammy. You had two winners out of your three tips. Turbo Art, of course, at Toowoomba. And uh, look, you, I know you only get three points for tipping this winner gold trip, but it paid thirty dollars. <laughs> I mean, there should be some sort of bonus there for that, but you know what? <laughs> There's not. <laughs> so you you are on one hundred and fifty-five for the year. This is week thirty-eight of the tips. One hundred and fifty-five. Oh, wow. Uh, JD sitting on 171, and I know you got two winners, but I got three, and I'm sitting on 184. So oh, Chris, uh, you guys have got some work to do, but you've still got a bit of time. Righto, uh, Paul, are you feeling lucky? It's a big race day, isn't it? Oh, it's a massive race day. Really looking forward to it. Everest day. I mean, we've got some good runners from our stands around the country. So yeah, it's a fantastic day. Really looking forward to it. Very exciting. I am kicking off with Warwick, race one, number seven, Tokyo Bandit. Paul, what have you got for us? You read my mind all the time, Sammy. And that I, I picked him as well on that. I like him. Lindsay Hatch, trained horse, very consistent. Um, yeah, I think tomorrow, uh, today will be the day he breaks through. I'm not tipping one at Warwick. Oh, <laughs> you, you, I was going to say that, Sam, didn't you're you? are leaving Warwick alone. I'm leaving Warwick alone. I'm going to go to Eagle Farm, race four, number 10, Titanium for me. I think uh, he's busting to win a race, and today is the day. I am going to Eagle Farm for my second tip. Race seven, number two, devastating. This will be winning. Beautiful. And for Eagle Farm, I'm going race six, uh, number 17, Mission of Love. I think that Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow, 1,600 metres, today, the 1,600 metres, she'll be be there there and uh, taking the big end of the stick. I'm with Sammy. Race seven, number two at Eagle Farm. Devastating for me as well. Okay. And here, this is where I bring value to the table. Caulfield, <laughs> race three, number 10, Farago. If this gets a genuine soft track, this 
will be winning. I have factored at $71 on Thursday. I think it's into $51 today. Uh, I'll tell you, th- this so is you've a taken all the odds, Sammy. This yeah, is you a moved dead the market again. This is a dead set jumpers flat. And this horse is not hopeless in this. It's, uh, as I say, gets the jar off the ground. He'll give this a shake. Farago. You can find a roughie, does Sammy. Paul. Uh, I'm going to Randwick. I'm going for the uh, locally trained horse in race eight in the Silver Eagle. I'm going for Yellow Brick from the yes. training Maddie Sears stable. Love Yellow Brick. I think he's a good horse. I am going to Randwick, and I'm going with race three, number four, Arctic Glamour, who was so impressive winning midweek at Rose Hill. Turn of foot. Uh, she's a filly that'll go places. She'll win tomorrow, today. Whenever. Beautiful. There is our tips uh, right around the country. Paul, best of luck for the weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Paul. There is Paul Knight from Aquis. Okay, let's find some tips here for Warwick Cup and the Warwick Newmarket. Big meeting there today. It'll be a massive crowd and great atmosphere. So, race one, number seven, Tokyo Bandit. It's my best of the day at uh, Warwick. I think it'll be short. Paul Knight agrees with me as well. Race two, number six, Spanish Way. Race three, number five, Heroic Sophie. Race four, number 10, The Love of Mary. Race five, number 12, Milagro. Race six, number two, Tears of Love. Race seven, number 10, Prepotent. And race eight, number three, Basil's Bow to round out the meeting there at Warwick. Of course, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And don't forget, Sammy, Aquas is home to Queensland's 2022 leading first season sire, The Mission. And Aquas is your source for two-year-old speed, standing seven. Well-credentialed stallions. Visit aquasfarm.com. Chris, we've got Queensland horses around the country today. Yellow Brick in the Silver Eagle, Antino in the Turak, Appen Girl in the Thoroughbred Club Stakes and Uncommon James in the Scalacci. So one of those, Yellow Brick in Sydney, the other three, Antino, Appen Girl and Uncommon James at Caulfield in Melbourne. And they're all they're all got chances, Sammy. There's no doubt about that. Thanks. Um, Antino needs a bit of luck, but if he gets it, he's right up there. He's a good horse. He's a good horse. Thanks for joining us on the Darling Download for another week. All the best, putters.